Hello, and welcome to Mustangs in the Field, a podcast designed to help current Milwaukee students see a path towards a potential career. Through conversations of personal identity, resilience, and acknowledging the ever-changing world of careers with past Milwaukee graduates, we hope to inspire our students to see school as an important step in helping them achieve their future goals. I am your host, Roberta Aguilar, a proud school counselor at Milwaukee High School and the Milwaukee Academy of Arts in wonderful Milwaukee, Oregon. And I look forward to sharing more about our wonderful guests and their stories. Before we begin our upcoming conversation, I'd like to take a moment to thank our sponsor, the Mustang Born Alumni Scholarship Foundation, who worked tirelessly year after year to provide annual scholarships to several deserving Mustang graduates. To assist or donate to the Mustang Born Alumni Scholarship and help our Milwaukee graduates, you can check out their website at www.mustangbornfund.com or email them at mustangbornfund at gmail.com. Also, please enjoy the background and transitional music uh, provided to us by Mustang graduate from the class of 2003 and a recent guest known as Ep, lowercase e, double capital P, um, I appreciate him giving me permission to use this music, and so therefore, please go out and check it out and download it and share it with your friends widely. Again, lowercase e, double capital P. And let's help out a fellow Mustang graduate do his thing. All right, thank you so much for being here once again. Please enjoy the upcoming guest. On a downstrut, only way to think is evolve into the man right here. With the wrong idea, still working at the kinks before I'm up with the dark. Reality harsh, I'm blindfolded. Look at life like where the time going. Welcome to Mustangs in the Field. Today's guests are, special guests are Valter and Hannah from the class of 2009. Thank you for being here. How are you both doing today? I'm doing good. Very good. Thank you for having us. Yeah, I'm so excited. Um, there's so many awesome reasons. I'm kind of in my mind, I'm in this international swing. And so I wanted to um, interview folks who are living international or are international students. And and even one of the awesome things about Mustangs is that we can we have couples who endure and you're a combination of all these things. So I'm really excited. And so therefore, I was wondering if you guys could introduce yourselves. Um, we're you know, where you came from, how you identify right now, and then maybe a little bit about how you did when you were younger. Okay. Do you want to go first? Sure. Um, so Hannah here, I use uh, she, her pronouns. Um, I am a born and bred Mustang, um, was, uh, was born <laughs> in Milwaukee, uh, the, the daughter of a, of a Milwaukee uh, graduate and also um, teacher um, for over 30 years, um, Mr. Bill Haugen. And um, I, uh, I, I guess um, back in high school, I would have identified myself as, as a nerd. Um, I was in honors. I participated in the National Honor Society, and, and I love that. And I think that's how I was perceived, too. So there, that's nice that I guess that there was that, that, there was that match. Um, and I, I had always a, a close group of friends, not a, not a big group of friends, um, but it was, it was, it was fun. Awesome. Thanks for sharing. Yeah, the uh, legendary Bill Haugen. We'll probably have to mention him <laughs> a little bit later. <laughs> yeah. uh, so my name is Walter Osinga. I was an exchange student at Milwaukee High School in the class of 09. And that's where I met Hannah as well. Um, I was a little less organized than Hannah. I was like 
kind of all over the place with like um, the classes that I picked and everything. I had my, I already had my diploma from the Netherlands when I moved over to Milwaukee High School. So I was kind of deciding uh, where I wanted to go next. Um, so most of the class I picked was just to learn English. And um, yeah, I just like experienced high school at Milwaukee. Uh, I took the soccer class with, uh, with you, Mr. Ackler. Um, I took PE classes, then I did math classes as well to keep my math up to date. Um, so yeah, I, I picked whatever uh, I thought was needed for uh, for my next step for uh, to go to college afterwards. All right, and that's that's great actually because that kind of is the reason why we're interviewing. I'm we I'm interviewing folks is to kind of help students figure out that next step, and so I think um, it's kind of important. I'm glad you shared all that. I think it's kind of important now to say or to figure out what what do y'all do now and you know so that way we can talk about the steps that you went from high school to between high school and now um so that way we can teach our students so yeah what do you all do now for your profession i'm a strategic research analyst at an insurance company and um what that means is is i as i work with people to to help them understand their data and and to make that data approachable um and to to tell them to answer the question that i get that I get a lot, and that's so. So, so, what's next? What do we do now um, to help get that actionable insight? And and it's really fun because there's there's a couple different um, paths that you can go to to get to this type of this type of career. Um, I studied I studied economics in school in in college, and then also went on to earn a graduate degree in economics and focused on public economic policy. And, I did that because I, I, I knew that I wanted to do, do something in public service. And now I, I know I said I work for an insurance company, but I work for um, one of uh, one of Oregon's two public entities. Um, so it is it is very much a um, a public service oriented uh, company. And and so with with that education background that that gave me the footing to, to get in the door um, to something like um, like being a research analyst. And then there's there's a couple different tracks that you could take. There's some people that are really focused um, um, just behind the computer crunching numbers and love that. Um, but I knew that wasn't that wasn't me. Um, I, I like to spend time talking to people and, and that's exactly what I what I get to do. So I, I don't um, my my day is very different. Um, every day is different. Um, people come to me with with questions and then I get I get to have the fun job of working with them to help them answer those questions. Awesome. I got questions, but I'm going to want to hear from Valder before <laughs> I, I ask some questions. So Valder, what, what are you up to these days? Um, so I'm an assistant controller now at um, an accounting firm. It's called In The Nero. So we work mostly with startups from like Silicon Valley. And um, a lot of them are East Coast or New York. And yeah, then we just do their, their books. So we help them with the accounting, the taxes, basically everything to make them compliant with uh yeah with their accounting uh it's really cool actually because we get to work with a team from the philippines as well so i get that international experience as well from it uh and they're really cool to hang out with because we have like zoom meetings every week and um yeah it's really fun to work with them so we work in a big team every day um trying to help like all of these startups grow I, I think that's pretty exciting. Um, 
So I do have questions. And so one of the questions I have is, you know, you talked about the grad school and the path and, and then Valter, well, you're an international couple, right? Valter's from the Netherlands, right? So mm -hmm. I'm pretty sure, Hannah, right? You did your undergraduate in the United States, but you did abroad, right? For your graduate school. Like that's totally unique. And I do know students who say, hey, how do I go to college, you know, in whatever country? So what was that like? And is that a normal path? Um, I, I would say it's, it's not really very normal. I don't meet a lot of other people that have done, um, that have done their studies abroad, or maybe they've, they spent a semester abroad, which is, which is great. I was able to do that, um, in my undergraduate program, um, but to do the full prop program, um, abroad, my full graduate degree abroad, it was, it was kind of scary. I didn't really know how, how to do it, um, either. I, I kind of, um, figured it out along the way. Um, and so this was just a matter of getting in contact with the school to make sure that I was meeting the requirements. Um, and uh, and that, that was as simple as sending, sending a message to the admissions office. Um, and then getting support from, from my uh, current teachers um, so that they knew that I was interested in this and, and they could help me prepare for it um, because I, I didn't have to go at it alone. Um, I, I felt very supported. That's great. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I'm so excited. So, but just to clarify, because I, I could think of a student right now who they're only in ninth grade, but I can think of them. They, I know that they already want to do an exchange program in high school if they could, and I'm sure they would like to do one in undergraduate. So you did high school, undergraduate, and then also graduate school all abroad. Mm -hmm. That is our experiences all abroad. That's, that's so awesome. And I mean, I don't, I didn't know you very well, right? As a, you weren't my student, you weren't on my caseload, but that's, you're so brave. That's so, that's so awesome that you had such courage when you were so young. So good job. Yeah. <laughs> um, so Valter, tell me more about, you know, uh, going sideways, you know, this international experience. Um, so you're an international student, you're here, yeah. you studied, but you also, now you're working internationally, though you're here in the Oregon, Salem, yeah. area, correct? Yep. Yeah. So is that, you know, just because I'm curious, is that something that had happened before COVID or is that something that's happened because of COVID? Uh, do you mean that I work with the international? The Philippines. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, that was already before. So we were, it was really cool because we were already able to work from home uh, before COVID started. So we had to be in the office about um, three times per week or something, three or four times per week. And then COVID started and because we already had that work culture and everything to work from home and to work directly with the Philippines, um, it didn't require like any transition for us. We just, instead of working from the office, we started working from home. So it wasn't a very big change. The only thing that changed is that we had a really fun office culture in, uh, in America, like in the Portland office. So we had like a ping pong table and uh, like video games. Hannah always made fun of me <laughs> that if I actually worked there or <laughs> just like hang out with my coworkers there. So yeah, I was kind of sad to to miss that once COVID started. But yeah, I'm sure uh, things will go back to normal pretty soon again. Yeah. And so I think what I hear, what I've learned now as an econo economist and accountant is that it's pretty it's kind of a rock star life you know you get to you, you get to serve people as hannah's doing and communicate with the masses and you get to work internationally and help these like the next elon musk maybe who knows because you're doing startups so that's pretty it's pretty awesome i never thought about 
you know yeah it's really exciting to see them grow as well because they just get started and um they don't have very much they just have a bank account and just like their like main idea to start the business and then um i work with about 100 clients so at least one or two of them grows really fast so it's really exciting to see yeah that's that's great i think that's pretty cool and like like i never thought about that so hopefully the youngsters out there when they get to listen to this are like oh yeah that's never thought about that (laughs) yeah yeah i'm wondering so i'm gonna be a little more personal you know in the in the in the setting that we have here and i wanted to know like who were the folks who inspired you um you know to go along this path and and do what you're doing now because you know, I, there's, there's always somebody that helped us, but there's also someone that helped us with those rocky times. So who inspired me or you? And what were some of those rocky times where you're like, oh man, I don't know, is this the right thing? And how, you know, how did you deal with that? What were the strategies you used to overcome those situations? Sure. Um, I have a really close relationship with my parents. And, and so when I, when I was, um, when I was in college, there were some times when things, things were hard and especially during graduate school. Um, and the way things work in the Netherlands, um, is it's, it's, it's normal to fail. Um, it's normal to fail your classes and, and it's actually built into the schedule for, um, what they call a reset. And so you, you, you are likely to fail your first exam and and have to reset, reset, reset it. And that wasn't something that I was, that I was very used to. Um, so there were, um, there were some times when, when I did, when I did fail and, and I had to take that reset and, having that failure was really, was really hard. Um, I, I, I didn't struggle very much in, in high school or, or really even, um, in college. Um, and so when that happened, I, I, I didn't, I didn't exactly know what to do, but I had that support system with my parents. I, I felt like I could have really open, candid, honest conversations with them and, and with Bouter and with his family and also, um, with my teachers over there, um, to understand, um, you know, what are, what are better understand? What are the expectations? How, how can I better prepare for this? Because it's different than, than what I was used to, um, in America in in high school and, um, in, in college. And so just having people to talk to, and, um, for me, that's helpful. Um, because, um, well, well, I, I would say that I, I tend to, to process things internally after I've done that, it, it's helpful for me to, to, to talk through them and, and to get those different perspectives. Um, and so that's how I got through it. So how about you about her inspirational figure and any, uh, dif- you know, one of those ro- rocky times that you got through? <laughs> yeah. Well, for me, it was like, um, when I was back in high school in the Netherlands, I heard a couple my friends were like thinking about studying abroad and everything and like ever since that kind of stuck on my mind to do that as well so that was a big inspiration for me and some of my friends did it before me as well so I and they had had a really good experience so um that kind of made me like consider going here and then um at school just like there's just like a lot of little things I think that that are inspiring like um even like when we went to when I went to Milwaukee high school like on your soccer soccer team for example like um we like when I played in the Netherlands when I played soccer in the Netherlands everything is about technical abilities and nobody's in shape (laughs) like um it's just like a group of friends like playing around and um 
but then in America, I noticed like the people were a lot better in shape and I work a lot harder. So I had like the hardest time in the beginning to like catch up and um, like work on my like, um, what do you call it? Like that you can run a lot, that you don't get tired, um, just get stronger and everything. So yeah, just don't like, if you work harder, um, you can achieve a lot. Yeah, that's awesome. Actually, that's kind of leads me into this next question. So you already answered the, the question was, you know, what is something that you learned while you're at Milwaukee that is useful for your, your, you know, what you do now, whether it's your life or your job. And so, you know, working harder, like you said, you can achieve a lot. Is there anything else that either one of you feel like you learned, you know, in the halls of Milwaukee per se? Um, I, I would say speak up and, and that, and that words matter. Um, and this is something that I, that I had started to learn in Milwaukee, I would say, um, but it's really, it's really rang true for me in, in the workforce. And, and this is that, you know, if there's questions, I, I don't have to sit silent, or if there's something that I hear that, that just doesn't sit right with me, um, ask questions and, and approach it with curiosity. So it doesn't, it doesn't have to be confrontational. Um, it, it can be, it can be a conversation. Um, so you're, um, you're asking questions, being curious, seeking to understand. And um, that's really helped me diffuse a lot of situations. I love that. You're, you're so right. Speaking up. And I like that with curiosity, you mentioned, you know, like, that's awesome. I think, yeah, I think it's probably not something you fully learn at high school, but you start to get that, you know, start to learn about that and then develop it as you grow. So yeah, that's, that's good. That's good stuff. Um, so we're going to talk about high school more, more Milwaukee, because that's where we're all Mustangs. So <laughs> I want to know, and I'll probably share mine that I have with Voucher. Like I said, I didn't know you as well, Hannah. I knew who you are. Everybody knows who you are. Um, <laughs> but uh, so the question is, what's your fondest memory of Milwaukee High School or, or more than one if you got one? But what is that? What are the, some of those fond memories of Milwaukee High School? Should I go first? Sure. Uh, well, for me, like, of course, meeting uh, Hannah, we met like at the, like one of the football games. Um, and after that, um, we had this soccer game. I'm sure you remember it. It was against Clackamas, I think. And we were like struggling so much. And then um, after a while, I like, I don't think we were even close to a goal so then we were like I don't know like 25 yards from the goal and I was like I don't think we can get any closer than this so then I just start tried shooting it and it went like right into the goal and we won and was so undeserved because they were a lot better <laughs> <laughs> so yeah that was really cool that was a really cool experience was there I have to interrupt. That's like my fondest memory of one of my fondest memories of high school of coaching. And you were definitely there. That goal was amazing. Yeah, that was so funny. And that's probably true. We probably did not deserve to be successful that day, but you deserve that goal because it was amazing. So. Yeah, it was so funny. Like we were so bad. Well, we weren't that bad, but they were a little bit better. <laughs> they were very strong. Like, yeah, no, we like won it. So it was so cool. Yeah. How about you, Hannah? Was it the same moment? <laughs> yeah, um, 
I, I would say that I, I loved all of the different activities. I liked the variety. So I liked that there were always games to go to. And, and like Dr. said, that's where we met. I liked going to the dances afterwards, if there were those. Um, I loved um, the opportunity to participate in some sports, even though I wasn't very good at it. So it only happens a freshman and sophomore year, but, but that's okay because it was still fun at the time. Um, and, uh, and just also the extracurricular activities related to the classes. Like I remember Mrs. Hackey, she had really um, great activities related to French club. I remember going to, to downtown Portland and, and watching a French film. Um, just, just all of the variety of activities, loved that. Yeah, and I think, you know, it's something that counselors share a lot, but I love hearing it um, that the more you're involved, you know, the, the more you can find joy in what you're, what you're doing. And so, yeah, thanks for sharing that. And, and then, you know, much to do too at Milwaukee, like you have all the sports activities and uh, all the different like teams and everything. So that's so cool as well. Yeah. And hopefully we'll be able to do all those things again, starting next school year, more, more normally, because some of that's on hold. They are doing, they are competing right now. Um, basketball tryout started today. So, you know, no fans though. <laughs> yeah. Um, so thanks for sharing those memories. I love that. Um, I think I want to be a little bit nosy because I think eventually having you all here is going to make me want to do couples. There's like a history of couples in Milwaukee. Um, and Valder maybe doesn't know that as much as, as Hannah would, but you know, like what, is there something different about Milwaukee? Cause I feel like y'all went to some kind of higher education. I don't know that I hear of very many couples that were couples in high school and then throughout college and then, you know, still together. Is that, you know, I think there's something special or is it just unique to Milwaukee, which is probably the same thing, or I don't know. Do you have any opinions about that? Um, I don't know if it's, it's special to, to Milwaukee. Um, whenever I, whenever I tell people how, um, how we met and how that was in high school, um, they, they say, Oh, how sweet high school sweethearts. So I, I think it's, I think it's always, kind of a special thing and because it, it it does take a lot of work especially you know we had we had time zone differences too that we had to work through um and this was at a time um so graduated in 2009 like you said um this is at a time when like skype was still kind of new that was a new thing um and so we we made that work and we also sent um letters in the in the like post like physical letters um just does still exist. <laughs> yeah, it still exists, yeah. <laughs> we just we just chose to make it work. Yeah. That's wonderful. And I love the letters. I I uh, that's kind of my my new recent thing, you know, that's not really part of the important part of the show, but uh remember how you used to make notes when you were in in like middle school and you would fold them up and you would tuck the top. Oh, yeah. So I started doing that for my children and my wife in the last 2 years for birthdays and holidays and stuff like that because bringing it old school i love the letters that y'all did and you're right it was only what 11 10 12 years but so much yeah. changed technology wise yeah what's the guy and why not yeah that's so crazy yeah all right well thank you for sharing all that like i said um you know it's not really relevant but i i think it's good to hear um so i'm gonna ask so there's this part of this end part of the interview, I call it the rodeo because I think it sounds kind of cool. The rodeo. So we got five questions that I've been asking every 
guest. And so double answers right here for the rodeo. And they're supposed to be like quick thought, but you know, you can elaborate if you wish. Okay. All right. Number one, what was your favorite spot? As in your place physically around the building when you were in high school? Uh, for me, it was my dad's room. Um, it was a place where I felt safe and always cared for. Oh, that's a good one. Then I'll pick that one too. No, just <laughs> kidding. <laughs> no, I like the, uh, I don't know. I kind of like the, uh, the soccer field and everything and just like hanging out there. Yeah, I know. Me too. That's, that's definitely one of my favorite spots. Yeah, it feels like so fun. It shouldn't be part of school. <laughs> but yeah, no, it's just like a relaxing environment there. And like a lot of friends were there. So that's really cool. Yeah. And I feel like I better interject. Uh, Mr. Haugen, longtime health teacher. Yeah, as you said, graduate. I don't know which year from Milwaukee High School. Um, I don't know how long he's been retired from Milwaukee High School. But I'm pretty sure I saw him today because he's uh you know, for those of you listening, I think you all know Mr. Haugen is a great teacher. He's like our super sub who's been our sub for like a decade. I think he's our health sub full-time right now. Mm -hmm. Yep. Gotten some nods. And, uh, and he's also the voice of the Mustangs when you get to hear him at volleyball and basketball, he does all that stuff. So the, those who don't know, Hannah is the daughter of Mr. Haugen. Okay. Back to the rodeo. So this is, you know, I, I ask a lot about motivation and you know how how you are motivated. So this is related, and so I'm wondering, what is your personal motto? What is the thing that helps you like drive forward? Um, well, I already mentioned this, but I think just like to work hard for something. Like if something's difficult and you can't really get through it, um, it's really hard to prepare for everything. Uh, but if you work hard for it, you can like almost always get it done. Yeah, great. Gosh, that's good. Um, I'm I'm not sure um, what my answer is to this question. Um, something that that comes to my mind is is to be true to myself um, or to be true to yourself is um, that something that that you see someone else doing um, it you. It, it could be cool it, and it could work great for them, but it, but it might not sit well with me or feel right with me. So then I, then I don't do it. And I find something that, that does work for me. Yeah. I love that to be self-aware and, you know, to be true to yourself. And, and I think, you know, you sort of made me think like your motto can change, like what's appropriate for you at that time, especially if you're being true to yourself. All right. Awesome. All right. Can you share something that you're grateful for? Um, I'm grateful for like all the experience that I've had, like at Milwaukee and like that I got to meet Hannah there. And, um, yeah, it's just like, it was such a cool experience to, to go there, like right after high school in the Netherlands to be able to go to America instead of going to university right, right away. So yeah, I'm just really grateful for that. And it's really, really fun. Very good. Yeah. Um, like life is good. Um, I'm so grateful that I have, that I have a good job and that we're able to afford a, a nice comfortable house and that we can, that we can go on vacation, travel together, um, try lots of different fun experiences. Yeah. What, so as an international couple, like, you know, as I grew up, I only knew the small part of Eastern Oregon and Idaho that I knew, and those were vacations like, Ooh, we're getting camping. Like, yeah. if you have a global perspective, does that mean like you think about, oh, maybe we'll go vacation in in Europe, right? Because you, because Valdra still has family, right? 
Yep. Yeah, it's like exactly the same. Like, because um, we in Europe, we don't know America as well. So to describe Oregon to most people, you have to say like it's north from California. So then Eastern Oregon, like that's like, that's going to be like impossible. <laughs> they can't even picture that. Uh, but it's the same in Europe. Like in Europe, everybody gets really specific. Like you can't just say like, I'm going to on vacation to Western Europe or something. Like people say like, I'm going to France, I'm going to Italy. Or they even mention the city, like I'm going to Rome on vacation. Yeah. So yeah, just whatever you live closest to, like you're more familiar with. Yeah. Well, I'm just excited. I wish like I had your perspective and like, ooh, I'm going to Rome or whatever. That's cool. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's so much easier there too because you can drive everywhere and uh, everything's pretty close in Europe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Um, so what is your favorite form of self-care? I love yoga. Um, and this is because it helps me quiet my mind. I can have a pretty busy mind and for me to focus on my breath and, and my movements, it, it just, it centers me. Um, so I, I love, I love yoga and it also helps. Um, so I, especially, um, during COVID working from home full time, I'm doing a lot more sitting than I normally do. Like I have a lot of meetings during the day. And when I'm in the office, I get to walk around and go to those meetings, but now it's just all behind the same computer, um, at the same desk. Um, so it also, it also feels good for my body. Yeah. So true. I mean, and now we're on a computer talking to each other. Sorry about that. But I love the opportunity. Thank you so much. How about you, Vader? Uh, kind of the same. I like to like work out and everything and get in shape, especially during COVID. Uh, I have so much more time now to do all that because I'm not sitting in the office anymore. Um, so yeah, I've been doing a lot of exercises, getting ready for uh, to like if there's a soccer game that I need to show up to, like I'm ready now, <laughs> <laughs> like as ready as I've ever been. Uh, Hannah makes fun of it that I'm like thriving during, uh, during COVID because I've been exercising so much and living more healthy. But yeah, I hope to continue that afterwards as well. All right. That's great. I'm glad that you're able to be uh, focused on your fitness. You know, like I am in the opposite boat. I am. I'm really far on the other end of that. Oh, yeah. Get back into it again. I, I so need to. Like, now that we're in the building, like, I have to put clothes on and it's like, uh, <laughs> yeah. snap that button. So, uh, yeah. But enough of that. <laughs> all right. The most difficult question of all Mustang born or onward victorious? Which is your preference? Mustang born. I don't know what it means, but it does mean? <laughs> all right. So, remember, the fight song no, we're victorious i'm milwaukee hi right so you know like i feel like you're one or the other that you feel like in your soul and then mustang born of course is mustang born mustang bread right so which one are you okay mustang born for sure then <laughs> yeah yeah and i i hannah you have no option but to be mustang born right yeah yeah i i can pick i can go the other way but... yeah 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 all right well that's that's really the interview. Um, you know, I appreciate hearing from y'all. I, you know, it's amazing. I love the story about, you know, Hannah, you being an exchange student, you know, multiple times, you know, and it's cool to hear, not that it was a struggle, but how you navigated dating each other and being internationally separated and here you are together looking fit. Both of you look great, you know, and, and joining me for this, this podcast. So thank you very much. 
I appreciate you both. And hopefully, Valder, we get to have reunion soccer matches again because I'm ready yeah. for that. Yeah, me too. I can't wait. A couple more months and we're ready. Yeah. All right. Thank you very much. Have a good evening. And um, yeah, I appreciate you both. All Thanks right, a lot thank for having you. us. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Gracias por escuchar this episode of Mustangs in the Field featuring Hannah and Walter Osinga, class of 2009. Um, as you know, if you're listening along, that I've been really interested in the international experience of the students, uh, both from Milwaukee and those who have come to Milwaukee. And so I thought this was a great way to bring, um, bring in a couple who, like, as you learned, one is truly Mustang-born, Miss Hannah Haugen, as she was known, daughter of legendary Bill Haugen, um, and a very kind, caring young man named Voucher. And uh, I love their story. I love, you know, the experiences, their courage to move forward, you know, move out of their comfort zone, move out of their host, home nation to come experience and learn at Milwaukee. Um, and elsewhere throughout the world. And so I thank them immensely for sharing their their experiences. And um, I thank you for listening and joining me on this international adventure. The next, um, actually June, it's going to be June. And so I have a couple of special project ideas and then hopefully a, um, I guess, a year review wrap up um, to close out the school year so again thank you so much for listening um, enjoy the the music provided to us by graduate ep lowercase e double capital p um, i love his music um, i love the hip-hop genre and the hustle that it takes and so please enjoy the music and support him download his music share stream etc thank you so much as always be healthy and well out there and go Mustang.